Land with Steven and Lydia. I'm Steven. And I'm Lydia. Welcome, Puppet Podsters. We're glad you're joining us, as always. You are in for a special treat today yes, because are. we have a special guest. Yes, it's very special. Yes, all special. We will introduce him. This is Mr. Braylon. Hey, welcome to the podcast. Hi, thanks for having me. Yeah, you're welcome. We are so excited because you get to tell us all about what the cool job that you do. I do, yes. Yes. Something yes, sounds very interesting, Puppet Podsters. I hope you enjoy this. Yes. Um, just spoiler alert, right off the, right from the beginning. What are you going to do? He gets to climb trees for his job. I do. That is so great. Oh, man. It's like every kid's dream. I know. Yeah. I like to climb trees. For my whole life, I get to climb trees. Yeah. (laughs) All right. So, um, you are an arborist? I am, yes. So, what is that? What does that mean? super fancy. I've really never heard that before. Sure. So, an arborist is a tree care professional who has to go through a number of certifications um, depending on their level of training and their level of um, knowledge in arboriculture. Um, and that kind of is kind of what sets them apart from just your kind of run-of-the-mill tree cutters, tree climbers. Definitely different than landscapers. Okay. Um, so it's we are we are people who have a a good knowledge of of the trees uh-huh. themselves and how we can best help the trees and then try and match that with what the the homeowner or the owner of the tree is looking to accomplish. Oh right, I didn't think about the fact that someone would own the tree. Oh yeah, like in your yard. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or you you maybe you own a field or something has some trees. What um so what kinds of things do people ask you to do to their trees? So right now what we're doing a lot of is we're doing a lot of deadwooding of oaks specifically. What's that? Uh so an oak or deadwooding? Um, deadwooding. Okay. I know what an oak is. I know it's a tree. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So deadwooding is where we go up into the canopy and we're looking for uh, specifically either hazardous, so something that if it fell could seriously hurt somebody or do damage to houses or property or oh. something like that. So something of a, a, a bigger diameter or a bigger width around. Uh-huh. Um, so we're looking for stuff like that that is either either dead or dying and so is more likely to fall off of the tree and so potentially hit something. you go up and get it before it can hurt somebody or something. Correct. Uh-huh. And then we take it down in a safe and controlled manner. Wow. Because the tree will get rid of that by itself, right? A sometimes, lot of times? yeah. Okay. Or sometimes it will get rid of it because the wind got rid of it for it. Oh, yeah. We had a storm last night. Yeah. Did you, did you hear that? Lots of branches in your yard? Yeah. I did, too. Yeah, we had lightning and thunder and hail. It was It was, it was very loud. Yeah, yeah, it was. The thunder scared me. Yeah. I mean, you know I'm scared of thunderstorms. I know, I it know. Was, it was I was thinking about you. Every time there yeah. was a big, like, clap of thunder, I was like, yeah. oh, Steven. Uh, I know. Thank I you. hope he's thank okay. You. Thank you. I was, I was fine. Thank you. Anyways. Yeah, back, back to, to tree. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, so um, how can you tell the difference like between the different trees? Because you said you're doing oaks right now. Yes, but we are. You might cut something else. How do you know the difference? Well, so there, there are a number of different ways that you tell different tree species apart. Right now, we don't have the leaves that we can look at because it's the middle of winter and most of the trees don't have their leaves. That's true. Um, that's usually a very easy way of doing that in kind of the spring, summer, fall time. Yeah, we learned can... that in school. <laughs> yep, right. Great. Um, <laughs> right now, what we have to look at is we can look at buds because even now, trees are putting on buds. Uh-huh. Um, we can look at the bark and we can look at the overall st- 
tree structure or how the tree sets itself up. So there are there are different kinds, whether they're like very long and tall or they kind of spread out. Or you have different or, shapes. Yeah. Yeah, because some trees grow really tall before they spread their branches, and right. some of them spread them right away, and you're like, Absolutely. wow, there's a lot of branches now. Those are good climbing trees. Oh, they yeah. are good climbing uh-huh. trees. Because yes. you can reach it. Uh-huh. Yeah. But what if it doesn't have branches kind of down towards the ground where you can climb the tree? What do you do? Sure. So I have what's called a, a sling line, um, and I, I, it's kind of... It's a little bit thicker than, say, a, a fishing line, okay. but but similar similar diameter or yeah size of rope, um, and that's attached to a weight that I put into a slingshot, and I launch it into the tree. What? So you also get to Whoa. use slingshots? I also get to use slingshots. Oh man, um, I'm gonna totally be this when I grow Steve's like dream job. Yeah, dream, yeah. dream job. It is. It's a great job. So once I get that up and over uh, a sturdy branch that I know that it's going to support my weight and anything else that I need to carry up with me, then I tie my climbing line, which is a thicker a thicker rope that I pull up after that that line that I initially set, and I use that to pull that up into it, and then I tie that off around the base of the tree, and then it's kind of a process. Huh? It is kind of a process to get up into Whoa. the tree. It's not. It's not the easiest easiest of things. You can't just kind of start and you don't go use like up. a trampoline and bounce yourself up into the tree. No, no, that doesn't sound wise. <laughs> no, and do you think you can learn all that, Stephen? I I don't know. That's Maybe intense, man. I'll, I'll try. So do you have, like, special equipment that you wear so you're safe? Because sometimes climbing trees can be dangerous. Yeah, yeah and that's that's part of why we have to get the rope up there is that gives me something that, regardless of how far out I am on a branch or how how high up I go, it's got something that's going to hold me from hitting the ground. That's uh, a good plan. It good. is a great plan. Yes. Um, so I've got... What yeah, you, I see you brought all your, all your gear. I did. I brought quite a bit of my gear. Um, That's cool. I've got what we call a, a saddle, which is really just a harness. Um, kind of looks like, kind of like what people do for rock climbing. Yeah. 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 It's, it's a bit like rock climbing, but with the idea of I've got to be able to hang a chainsaw off of it. I've got to be able to hang potentially stuff to do rigging um, mm-hmm. or, or any number of other things that I need to be able to hang off of this. I also need to be able to sit in this for hours at a time. Wow. So they're a bit bulkier, a bit more padded, a bit more comfortable yeah. than rock climbing, where rock climbing is more focused on freedom of movement and you want to be able to this is really just there to catch you if you right. fall my saddle actually okay. provides a lot of different options for me so it's it's a tool belt as well as a harness to keep me from yeah falling. i see a lot of different yep. spots where you can clip stuff to yes yeah that's a pretty heavy duty tool belt if you got a chainsaw yeah to yes wow. that's pretty fierce man yeah wow. and, and you got a helmet i do and yep. you've got some climbing rope Yep. And um, what's that part of your helmet that looks kind of... Are those earmuffs? They are earmuffs. And that's, again, to protect my my ears when I'm using um, a chainsaw because they are very loud. loud, So in addition to not wanting to cut off my arms or legs, I also want to be able to hear when I get older. Another good plan. You've thought of everything. Well, thankfully, (laughs) there were a lot of people who did this before I did who made a lot of mistakes, and I was able to learn from them. That's 
That's always nice. That is it good. It is very convenient. So when people call you and they're like, oh, my, my tree is kind of sick. Yeah. How do you know, like, how well, what's wrong with it? Do you so, get to be a tree doctor, too? Yes, that is that is a big part of what we do is kind of going and diagnosing various ailments that trees have. Um, sometimes the tree tells you right off the bat and says, hey, look, here, I've got this fungus growing yeah. on on my roots. Oh, and you can no. see the mushrooms and go, well, this is, this is the issue. And then from there we can go, you know, this is either a beneficial fungus or it's a detrimental fungus or it's just a fungus that's just kind of hanging out and it's not really going to do anything here, there, or otherwise. Yeah, so that's we like okay. that kind of fungus. Yeah, so that's 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 an easy way of of being able to tell. Sometimes uh, we have to take samples and send them oh. into a lab where they get analyzed, and then they send us back, and they can let us know um, what it has. There are other diseases that we can kind of tell by various signs whether whether the tree is starting to lose leaves in a particular portion of the crown, um, or the crown being kind of the overall Where canopy. Where the leaves are? Absolutely. Um, so if if we see that there's only half of the tree is starting to lose its leaves, that's usually a sign of what's called girdling roots, which is where the roots are growing too tight around the trunk, and they're choking off the vascular flow. Oh, no. And they can't get water and stuff. Exactly. Oh, Oh, no. That poor tree. What do you do if that happens? Is there anything you can do for the tree? It depends on on the size of the trees and the size of the root. So uh, a larger root that, you know, if we take this away, it's going to end up being more detrimental to the yeah. tree than if we leave it, then that's kind of a, we just, we can ha- kind of have a conversation with the homeowner or the customer that we're working for and just say, hey, you know, this is, this is the situation. I think the tree is, is structurally safe right now, but you will see further decline as the years go yeah. on. Um, or if it's something small, if the tree was recently planted or something like that, then we can just cut that root um, and then the tree will eventually oh. heal and grow past it. Oh, wow. Trees are amazing. Trees are amazing. They really are. Wow. Um, Do you have a favorite part of your job? Oh, yeah. I. That's a good question. I really enjoy rigging. Um, What's that mean? So rigging is where, especially if we're doing a a big removal, so if we're removing a whole tree, um, the tree itself has become too big of a hazard, and so the whole tree has to go instead of we can just kind of prune off this dead wood like I was telling you earlier. Yeah. Then sometimes we're able to put a crane, like a a truck-mounted crane on it, and we can just pick the tree up and take it away. Whoa! Um, Sometimes, though, we have to either climb the tree and remove it manually, or we can put a a tracked lift that we can get into people's backyards, and we can go up in that and take it down. But in either of those two situations, we can't oftentimes the reason that the tree needs to come down is because it's dangerous and it's over somebody's house. Oh, so we can't yeah. just cut it and then let it drop on the house. Timber! No. Do you say that? No. Okay. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> I would. That's that's more of a, a logger or a forest oh, term. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Okay, okay. Uh, Fair enough. We're not dropping trees of that size. That's true. Not at people's houses. <laughs> right. Um, not Timber! Sure. <laughs> so, so, so we have to get the branch from where it is to the ground without going through the person's house. And we have to do all of that through ropes and pulleys and blocks. Um, and the difference between a block and a pulley is 
pretty simple. If you if you think of a pulley, if you kind of like if you put the heels of your hands together yeah. and you leave your fingers free, yeah. those ha- those fingers can rotate oh. Oh, yeah. uh-huh. on the heel. So if the heel is kind of the wheel of the pulley, yeah. then you can rotate it. A block, you just is locked. Okay. It's it's a locked piece oh. and that's a lot safer. Um so that's predominantly what we use. We don't use pulleys as much, but okay. plenty of people call them pulleys anyway. Um, <laughs> so through all of that, we have to kind of either let it swing and come down, or sometimes we have to swing it from one... T- we've got multiple ropes that we're rigging at the same time so that it can swing over here, and then we pick it up with another rope and let it drop down elsewhere. I really enjoy doing that. I it's al- almost like a little bit of a puzzle, sounds like. Oh, absolutely. All right. Absolutely, it's a puzzle. Gotta think and- <laughs> where it's going to go and where it's going to go. The safest way to get this tree. Yes, yeah. the safest and quickest. Oh, yeah, okay. Um, and then I also really enjoy doing... Um, hand pruning because as arborists we work with pretty much any woody plants so anything from your 150 foot tall white oak all the way down to the boxwood in your in your garden that's you know, oh. only two feet tall yeah and we'll we'll prune anywhere anywhere in between there you know ornamental japanese maples that are kind of there just for aesthetic and to look pretty mm-hmm. um so pruning goes pretty. to help with help with the structure and and stuff like that i really enjoy doing that it kind of you just kind of get into a rhythm of it and it, it's a little bit you get to be a lot more artistic with it which i really enjoy and then obviously climbing big trees is yeah it's, <laughs> how awesome it's how hard to high beat that. how high have you climbed like what's the highest my my rope at work is 250 feet <gasps> Whoa. um which has to go up to the tree and then back down on two okay, sides. Okay, so like so that half it, of that. So half of it is the yeah. high. So 150 feet is the max that I could go. And I think the most I've ever had left on the ground at the end of a of of getting the, all of that hooked up was probably a, somewhere between 10 and 20 feet. Um, so that's like a hundred feet. That's tall. Yeah, I but that I don't always have to go all the way up to where I'm tied in. Okay. Um, so I think probably the highest I've ever been is somewhere around a hundred, maybe a hundred and ten. That's still way that's up. That's still there. really it's high. Still way up so there. So not really a job for people scared of heights. No. Okay. But it is scary, even if you're not scared <laughs> of heights. Sometimes, sometimes it's still scary. Once you're in a tree for about an hour maybe two hours you just kind of get used to it and you relax a little yeah but and every time you get up fine. there you're kind of like oh boy yeah and so and sometimes comfortable again sometimes you're you are you're tied into something that in your mind you know is going to support you but you look at it and you sure. go that's that's a skinny branch <laughs> <laughs> that's true i didn't think about that is there a special reason why you decided to be an arborist? Uh, so I started out doing rock climbing, and I've done rock climbing for a number of years. Uh, so I've always kind of enjoyed that aspect of it. And then I went to school for uh, biology and specifically botany. Okay. So that was a nice little connection yeah. of those two, those two things. Yeah. yeah, That's great. Yeah. Found cool. a job that is perfect. Yeah, and <laughs> I climb and take care of plants. Yeah, I just I I think plants are are really cool. Yeah, um, they so are really getting cool. to work with them all day, and I love being able to work outside every day. That's 
That wonderful. Is, That's yeah. probably I love my being favorite outside thing. too. That's awesome. Our tre- trees are very different. Like all the different trees are different from each other, right? Um, are there some that are, you like don't like working with, and some that you really do like working with? Like, are there some that are really you're like, hard oh to no, with? I have to work with that tree. There. So I don't really like working with crab apples because they're very clingy. And it's hard to move around in what? them. What do you mean clean? They just want to give you a big hug. They want to give me a big hug. And then once they get on the ground in a pile, they want to give the pile a big hug. So it's very <laughs> difficult to get the pile from the ground to the chipper. Uh-oh. And so that's not that's not very fun. I don't I don't like doing that. I like climbing honey locust trees. I don't really I've l- never heard of that kind of tree. I'm sure you've seen them. We have in here in Michigan we have them. They are a prominent street really? street tree. I just never knew. So we we you we'll have, have to seen look them. up a picture. <laughs> yeah, we'll have to look it up. Sure. Um those are really fun to climb because they're very open and very kind of what we call leggy, which just means that they have a really long branches that don't necessarily have a lot of stuff coming off of them. So they're, they're very open and it's kind of fun to swing around in them. But anytime you drop any sort of deadwood from a honey locust tree, they break into a million pieces. Oh, no. So oh. it's a lot of raking. Oh, <laughs> no, a lot of cleanup. Oh, yeah. man. Well, this has been so exciting. Yeah. I have learned a lot. Great. And I am just going to definitely just add this another, to my list. <laughs> put another career on your list? Yep, yep. Oh, man. Um, You're going to have to decide someday. You know? I know. Either that or just be at school for tons of tons of years. <laughs> uh, so I can just do it all. Yeah, well, maybe Mr. Braylon can teach you. That's true. Well, you sure. need to know. Yeah. Um. Oh, speaking of teaching, is there anything that you're like, oh, kids can do this to help trees? Hmm. I think one thing that is potentially harder to learn but would would be very beneficial going forward is learning to respect trees, which doesn't mean don't touch them or don't be involved with them. It absolutely means go out, climb your trees, be around trees, absolutely, but also be understanding of, you know, if you're walking in the woods, don't just snap off branches here or there that you can go under or stuff like that. I mean, the tree spends a lot of energy putting that branch there (laughs) and it needs it. It needs, it needs the leaves that are on there to, to turn the sunlight into energy so that it can kind of grow and, and, and build what it needs to build. So just being kind of conscientious of these are, these are other living organisms the same way that, like, you don't pull your cat's tail. Right. You know, yeah, you don't, they don't like that. Right. You, you know, Don't being, snap branches off unnecessarily. Be, don't rip off bark. Right. That kind of stuff. Yeah. And, you know, if, if you're out camping, try and find branches that are, that are dead to put in your fire instead of cutting down a they live tree. They burn better They anyway, burn better anyway. They? Yeah, so they I, do. If it's a, it's a better way to go all around. You'll be happier. <laughs> For everyone. You, the tree, Absolutely. the fire. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, this has been very exciting. Um, we always ask our special guest if they have a verse of the day they would like yeah. to share. So do you have one? Sure. So this is John 15, and I'm going to start in verse 1 and end at verse 5. All right. 
I am the true vine, and my Father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away, and every branch that bears fruit, he prunes, that it may bear more fruit. You are already clean because of the word which I have spoken to you. Abide in me, and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abides in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. He who abides in me, and I in him, bears much fruit, for without me you can do nothing." Well, that's a good passage. Yeah. And that's this, Jesus talking. It is. Yeah. And, with, and he's pruning. He is pruning. And with pruning, anytime you prune, that's pruning back to someone is telling the plant where it needs to start growing again. Oh. Um, so it's in, in this, he's kind of going like, all right, well, this is where you got off course. We're going to take that back and we're going to start again. And oh, it's yeah. so keep keeping that growth, but directing the growth yeah. instead of just. And Jesus and is the one we need to follow and know how to live life, so he's the one that needs to do the pruning. Absolutely. Cool. Cool. Right. Well, this is so great. Thank you so much for yeah. coming on our podcast and talking about being an arborist. Sure. Thank you for having me. And talking about trees. Um, and we are going to tell some jokes. We are. We've got some tree jokes. Yeah. Least favorite month. Least favorite month. Yeah. I don't know. January's pretty rough. What? <laughs> now it's September! Oh! <laughs> I got it in there. Oh, you sure did. Not in the house. Not in the house. Not in the house. I love a good joke. We'll laugh from here to Roanoke. Being knock knocks or riddles for grown-ups or kiddles. I love a good joke. All right. Okay. Your turn, Steven. All right. Um, so why did the pine tree get in trouble? Um, he got in trouble be I don't I don't know. Because it was naughty. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, oh pine tree. I love a good joke. Oh, that naughty pine. <laughs> They make cool-looking cabins, though. They sure do. (laughs) Well, that about does it. That really does. We had our special guest. We did our jokes. We had a verse. It was great. It was a great episode. And um, you can check out our website, G-H-H-I-N-C dot O-R-G. Yeah. Or maybe you are inspired and you want to tell us about your favorite tree. Or, or, Or you want to become an arborist. Yes. And you have questions. We know someone we can ask questions That's to. That's right. Yeah. yeah. So email us, StephenLydiaSing at Yahoo.com. That's right. And you can always tune in to more episodes, ones that we've already recorded yep. on our Listen Watch tab on our website. And you can also tune in to brand new episodes next week. Yeah. This has been Offhand with Stephen and Lydia, a production of God's Helping Hands.